0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Palm Sunday presents a number of contrasts. It is a day to celebrate Christ as King, and yet his crown is one that is made of thorns. Today we sing hymns of praise, as well as hymns of lament. While we are joyously celebrating the majesty, power, and rule of Christ, we are also experiencing betrayal, humiliation, and death. When we march into the church with palm leaves, we are playing our part in the drama of the original Palm Sunday, when people from all over the Roman Empire marched into Jerusalem to celebrate the feast of Passover. This is where they welcomed the arrival of Jesus. But we are also taking our role as betrayers, whose joy turns into the shouts of crucify him, crucify him. In the Gospels, Palm Sunday is connected with the cleansing of the temple. Jerusalem was the center of the Passover because the temple was in Jerusalem. The temple was the place where the presence of God was to be experienced. It was central to Jewish religious life, because it was the sole place to offer your sacrifice to God. For the Jewish people, the temple was the place where heaven touched earth. When Jesus rode into Jerusalem as king, he also came into the temple as king. When he saw that the worship of God had turned into a bargaining flea market, he became furious. John's gospel records Jesus storming into the temple with a whip of cords, flipping over the table of those that sold animals and those who exchanged the currency. Temple bureaucrats had destroyed his house, and he has come to rearrange the furniture. The problem was not the sale of animals, for this was a good and necessary thing. But the sale of sacrificial animals had overshadowed the actual worship of God because it was taking place inside the temple. The focus had gone from the life of prayer to the business side of religion. Jesus came to Jerusalem to restore the temple so it could be, quote, a house of prayer for all people. But Jesus didn't come just to purify the temple's worship. He came to completely renew it. Throughout the Gospels, Jesus referred to himself as the temple. Destroy this temple and I'll raise it again in three days. John 2.19 The Apostle John tells us that when Jesus was speaking of the temple, he was speaking of his body. Before the cross, temple worship was limited to the center point of Jerusalem, but after the cross... After Christ's once-for-all sacrifice, temple worship in the person of Jesus is available to all people. As Christians, Jesus is to be at the center of our lives. 2,000 years ago in Jerusalem, Jesus was the place where heaven touched earth. And today we come to Jesus to offer our sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving. By encountering Jesus in prayer and worship, we eat the bread from heaven that came down to give life to the world. But before we approach Jesus, we must make sure that our house is in order. When Christ comes into our lives, is he going to need to come in and rearrange the furniture to restore proper focus to him? Have we set up false altars to ourselves? to our needs, so that the worship of Christ is not at the center. Conversion of the heart requires both the proper placement of Christ at the center, but also a changed will that fosters affection for the things of God. The temple before Passover had become a place where duties were being processed and performed so efficiently that you could buy an animal Sacrifice it to God and simply be on your way. What kind of worship is this? Is this a house of prayer? No, it is simply a processing center. Most of us have quite an eventful week ahead, preparing for family parties, business projects, class assignments, or just the busyness of life. It could be all too easy to turn Holy Week into an efficient worship processing center. Palm Sunday reminds us that Christ is not only king of the entire creation, but he is also the king of our lives. We must always be ready for his arrival, as the faithful and wise virgins who always kept their lamps burning, so that when Jesus comes in glory, we can boldly say, Blessed is he who cometh in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest.